Hello, Dave. How are you? Good, 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 good. We have so much to talk about. We really do. Such an exciting episode. Uh, today's guest, of course, is uh, Mano Agapian. So charming and funny. Just a delight. And I, I, I feel so like such a necessary guest that I actually thought we had already had him. Same. And realized we didn't. Yeah. Do you want to hear the opposite of that? Yeah. Uh, the host of the Gay Porn Awards, which uh-huh. I just wrote on, won Alec Mappa. And I was talking to him and I said, you have got to come and do our podcast sometime. And he said, I did. No, he didn't. That's yeah, he not did. true. I think he did. Alec Mappa's been on our show. I think he has. I think he was, he did the, the, uh, 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 the Prince Charming one that I did before. Oh, but I don't, and he did this lost and found thing with me, but I don't think he's done. Okay. Homophilia. Well, he thinks he did. Well, we'll find out one way the there were a way to discover the anyway, truth. Anyway. Forget him. He's lovely, but forget him. We love him, too. Mono uh, is phenomenal. And we get into a shared love of mine and his, which is now yours. My nest. At the time of recording the interview, had no idea what you were talking about. But now you've investigated The Circle on Netflix. Netflix. Good God. It's so great, isn't it? It is. uh, It's dystopian. Yes. um, But also incredibly fun. Just the most addictive thing I've seen in a very long time. It is ridiculous. As we record this, the last four episodes have gone up. How many are up now? There will be, there are now 12 and that's it. Shit. So the full first season is up. I'm not going to give anything away. And in fact, I'm like, I'm kind of walking through Twitter and even the Esquire Slack room Mm -hmm. with blinders on Mm -hmm. because everyone's talking about it and they all know who won and I don't. Um, That's the only one that's left for us to watch. We watched... 9, 10, 11 last night. Oh, so all episodes are up now. All episodes are up. Shit. Um, it's fantastic. It, and it keeps getting better. Uh, you are two in. I'm two in. So, so has anyone been voted off yet? Uh, only the kind of basic blonde one. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which, which I assumed. So yeah. I, I, my heart right now belongs to Joey, of course. Of course. Joey is the sort of um, Jersey Shore bro. Yeah. Who immediately becomes... So endearing. Uh, absolutely. And, um, and I th- you know, I think one of the reasons I liked him is that he is that we, so we also have Chris who yes. is kind of the over the top gay guy who just sort of immediately like establishes himself in that role. Yeah. Even over the, the chat that they're on. Yeah. I guess we should explain to people the premise of the show, but yeah, it's, it's, um, it is like a big brother, except nobody can interact in person. They're all talking to each other through a fake social media app right. that only exists in the building where they all live called The Circle. And it only works through text and it's voice activated, which I think we're supposed to think that it's really voice activated, but for sure there's some poor intern transcribing everything these Absolutely. people say. And so they have to say to each other, you know, at Chris, LOL, emoji with hard eyes. Yeah. So they have to explain their emojis and it's so stupid, but it, you get used to it immediately. So, yeah. And you are, so you are essentially watching like eight people. I don't know how many people there are. Yeah. Uh, just yell at a TV screen yeah. in separate rooms, which yeah. sounds awful, but I got to tell you, somehow, most compelling thing on TV. Somehow the shit works. It really does. Um, has a new has a new person made the scene yet? No. Okay. I'm very excited for that. Okay. But I, anyway, what I was going to say is that I think because Chris comes in and is immediately, you know, making it clear that he's the fun gay guy. Yeah. That Joey immediately took a liking to him. Yeah. Endeared me to him because a couple of the other straight guys were like, Chris is a little much. Sure. Which sure he is, but that to me felt a little not great. A little retrograde. Yes. 
Um, oh, I don't want to spoil anything for you. I love um, the whoever is playing Mercedes. I forget her real name. Right, Karen. Karen. Yeah, there's she a, there's is kind the breakout of a butch star. lesbian playing a uh, just playing a sort of a, a pretty bi sort of femme guy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because you can you can catfish. Also, you can pretend to be somebody that you aren't. Right. Oh, a lot of great things await you. Also, a couple characters who will truly. Make you want to throw your TV out in the middle oh, of the street. God, oh, God. Um, but I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. I just love it. I think it's great. And there's a British version, so I'm going to dive into that if I can find it. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Um, what else is going on? You're about to go uh, to yeah. the Gay Porn Awards in Vegas. Gay Porn Awards. Oh, wrote. Yeah, that is correct. Well, I wrote the presenter jokes. Uh, Alec Mappa is hosting with M- M- Nicole Byer. I, I imagine their material they're going to come up with on their own. I'm here to okay. help if I can. They're going to need you. Well, I don't know that that's true. I, uh, they're not going to need you, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, my real job at the ceremony will be to wrangle the gay porn stars who are our presenters, who are our David Duchovny and, and uh, Jennifer Lopez, who yes, are yes, our yes. Uh, Saoirse Ronan and uh, Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. uh, to get them, run them very quickly through the the very, very brief dick jokes that I have written. <laughs> Send them out on stage to read the prompter and hope for the best. And then there will be an after party at the uh, at the Hard Rock uh, uh, Casino where the whole thing uh, goes down. Uh, I fully expect to come back to town with uh, armfuls of stories. God, I hope so. Yeah. Um, and, you know, these are porn performers. I mean, these are, are you know, highly sexual people. Correct. Um, who at are, an event with an open bar. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you have no hopes of, you know, I don't experience. I'm not going in with that expectation. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't, it's going to be a high, it's going to be a very sexually charged environment. And it, and the idea of it makes me so nervous. I'm trying to plant that seed only because I want you to come back with a story. About okay. It. Well, I we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And if I do come back with a story, the chances of me telling it into a microphone are probably pretty slim. Oh, but hey. I but I I do hope to get some fun observations while I'm there. I so we'll see wait. what happens. I cannot wait. Look for the gay the the Gay VN Gay Porn Awards will air sometime in 2020 on the Here TV app. I'll be watching 13,000 movies starring Chad Allen and Robert Gant and the 2020 gay VNs. Everything I want. Everything I wanted here, TV. Yeah. So Mono Agapian, uh, our beloved baby boy, Mm -hmm. uh, who's our guest. Um, You you know him from just the comedy world. He's everywhere and he's, he is all things. And he's so great. He's all up in podcast land. He's got his own show uh, called Drag Her. He's also got a show with uh, Betsy Sodaro called We Love Trash. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is a dream come true. He really is. And he is here after the break. Mano, I'm sorry. We have to repeat everything that we okay, just said. On no the worries. All of it. We, we, uh, so we were saying before 
Dave got here. We thought Dave had passed, and we were wondering how we late. would pay tribute to him. Yeah, we were speculating. I just what? like to like. I always prepare myself. I'm like I'm, sure. I'm like a yeah. a panic coper. Yeah, I'm like let's and, start coping. He's gone, yeah. and I'm always going. How can we create content? Create content <laughs> sure, sure, immediately. Sure. And you were saying. So how did your needs combine into something? Well, new we were and going. Fresh. We hadn't even gotten there yet, but we were wondering who. What who would the mu- musical artist or the diva be mm-hmm. that, at your funeral? I have not thought about that, but I have thought about who would eulogize me. Oh, um, well, I mean, I have, I have a like. There are a couple people in my inner circle who I think I could really trust to knock it out of the park. Okay, okay. so I mean, I don't, I don't know that it would be one. I think it would be a uh, like a a, a a few speakers. Who's on the dais? <laughs> uh, my friend Scott Gimple. Great. Do, um, do funerals have deuses? Well, this one yeah. does. This one yeah. does. It's like a roast. Yeah, I know. And then they're crossing there. off like, fuck. He yeah. just said what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the main one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Meldon Lee, I think, would probably really bring it. <coughs> um, those are the two big ones. We're those sparing Ben. It will be too. He, no, you can't do that. Can't, you can't. You can't hang. need to perform, though. So who is that, the celebrity? Maybe. If you get a celebrity. If I get a celebrity. Um, I mean, would it be wrong to want to reunite Boys to Men for It's So Hard to Say Goodbye no. Yesterday? No, that would be great. That would be okay. right. they would oh, End of the Road. They would sing End of the Road. I don't want them to, though. I don't oh, fuck. You want them just to do Motown Philly as your casket <laughs> yes. lowers? That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> okay, right. Okay, yeah. I don't want that. I don't want One Sweet Day. I want It's So Hard yeah, to Say Goodbye. Yeah. Oh. High energy death. Yeah. And, and that's a death drop. You know who's going to read you your last rites or do the... The I'm not going to. I'm not going to do the priest things. Well, but what if it's Andrew Scott and he's in character? Ooh. Oh wow! Okay, you'd have to do some research. Yeah, that, but yeah, I think and he's you up, can get him up to it. Yeah, maybe I would get a dumb Instagram model. Really? <laughs> yeah, there's one called. And I'm such an asshole. Uh, Renato Ferrara. Yeah. Oh, he's just a just nice, dumb. Okay, yeah, let's find. Yeah, it. find Renato. Um, there's also. Oh God, what's his name? Pietro Bocelli. You ever find I've him? heard of that name. Oh my god. I love all the dumb fuckboys of Instagram. Great. I'm worried about mine. I have one yeah. who I like who I'm actually a little concerned about. You're like, about right what's now. happening? Why did he just shave his head? And you're like, no. No, no, he's um he has been he's posted a couple things in the last few months that have been essentially like, what did I snort last night? Uh-huh. And then he's gone for days. No. Right? And he's posting less frequently now. And uh-huh. there's there's a there's now a there's a new need in the eyes that oh. worries me. Yeah, I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. Um, that's, that's that's what happens when you live your life uh, in public. That yeah, in such a way. And also when you have that much attention, you're like, oh, I'm getting I'm getting positive feedback for yeah, all this. Totally, I'm still getting smiley faces and like tongue emojis and, and think shit. exactly and right. like Doesn't and when matter. people think you're fucking hot, like I imagine, yeah, it's just it's so easy to get feedback because no matter what you do, they're like work, fuck yes, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. You're or, getting a lot of positive feedback on on social media. I uh, some. That. Some, but also, don't you feel like for every positive feedback, there's about two people who are like, you're a pariah to the gay community. Oh, oh I have no, I think that that's the majority of people who, uh-huh. me. they're just not saying it to me directly. Uh-huh. Okay, who's oh, here? I just had to pull up one of those fuckboys, Pietro Bocelli. Oh my God. He's, on the See, one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click on the evening where. Yeah, he's in a tux. I don't know. I think he might not even be your brand, but like, he's also he's one of those people who's like, as soon as he opens his mouth, you're like, uh oh, you lost hot points. Why? 
He's pretty unlikable. But oh. you know what? He also, like, t- he has some backstory where, like, he teaches calculus or something. What? Okay. Like, one of those infuriating oh, but delightful right. backstories where you're like, ugh, yeah. you are smart. Uh-huh. He is followed by uh, 29 of your friends. So <laughs> let's see who. Let's see who. Let's I, see. I know, uh, Call him out. Coach Clayton, Ryan Dixon. I don't know. Nah. Who, uh, Ryan Dixon. Grind Diary, Joshua Charles Parr. I don't know who any of these people are. On okay. The- Social media tip. Are you watching The Circle? Oh, my God. Yes. yes. Okay. I just watched the first two episodes. Okay. It's Me and Betsy. You know Betsy Sidaro. Sure. Lovely angel. Yeah. I live with her, and we do a podcast about trash. Uh-huh. And we were like, we have to watch this, right? Because it is fucking trash. But it's good, though. I, yeah, it Tell is. Tell the people what it is and by the people I know. Okay. Okay. So The Circle. The Circle. There's eight roommates living in a single occupancy apartment in the same building. Yes. Right? But when you say roommates, we should point out that these people never actually see each other. They're Correct. all in separate apartments. Yes. So, and they only communicate to each other via a social media app that doesn't exist yeah. called The Circle. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's Which is basic- a voice-controlled television in their yeah. apartments. Uh-huh. So they have to like – uh, be like message, LOL. I sure would love to see you, you with it's, your shirt off. It's so inefficient. Smiley face emoji. Uh, one with the hearts in the eyes. It's so inefficient. One that's hugging. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Even you, when they have to say exclamation point, exclamation oh, point, yeah. exclamation. You're like, oh wow, this is inefficient. And Super inefficient. Are they seeing images of each other? Yes, yes. Okay. but but the images that they are seeing of each other are not always authentic. A yes. couple of people are pretending to be other people. Uh, and there's eight people. people, and in the first two, two of them are catfish. Catfishes. Mm-hmm. And are, does that mean, like, they're not hot, but they're pretending to be hot people? Yeah, they're pretending to be totally different people. Uh, pretending like, to be one different is, like, people, a right. dude pretending to be a lady named Mercedes. Uh, Wait, there's there's a guy pretending to be his own girlfriend, Rebecca. Yes. And then there's sort of, like, a butch lesbian She's the to one being Mercedes. A, like, a femme She's kind of my favorite character awesome. to watch right now because awesome. as a as a queer person and as a lesbian, she's like she's kind of like gaming the system in a different way. She's not always right, no. but she's like, OK, I think here's what I think a dumb straight guy would want to hear. Right. Yeah. Sometimes she's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And the gay guy is is he's fun. Yeah. But he's. He's Chris. so aware of the cameras. Mm-hmm. He's just very aware. Literally everything he says is like, come on, headphones. Ah, <laughs> he's more self Oh, it's a new day for her. Like, okay, you don't have to. We got it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Got Shablam, fork. Uh-huh. Like, she's like eating uh, his well, You better get that Kleenex, girl. Whatever, just literally <laughs> He's more self-aware than a pure for men ad. It's uh, like, yes. calm down. Come on You're not now. that cute. Yeah. Um, no, I do like him, though. And I think, I don't know yet because I haven't re- finished the rest of it, but like, as a gay man, he has, like, this weird level of immunity since so much of, like, the social media experience is, like, straight people being toxic towards one another. Yeah. He almost feels like this Jesus yeah. who's just oh, going to be, like, nice. untouched because, like, if in today's climate, if you're, a, if you're a straight guy who's coming for a gay guy, you're an asshole. Right. If you're a woman coming for a gay guy, who are you? Yeah. But also he's kind of – he's the only gay one – he's the only gay man. Mm-hmm. So he can't be as vulnerable as the rest as far as I don't like know. I flirting. think Shubham's closeted, but that's neither okay. here nor there. Shubham's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Um, it's uh, 
Oh, also, Chris is real religious. So like when that something good happened, ain't he a, good? That is. Look at God, y'all. Look at God. That bammed me. That bummed. That bammed. It, it bammed that bummed me, out. me and Betsy Bam, out. Bummed. We were like, um, no, no diva. Well, I don't know. And is there a game component? Is there a competition? Sort of. Sort like, of. They rank each other and the top two get blue checks and become influencers and oh, they get to decide God. who they, who they block. block. Who just leaves the game. And then new people come in. Yeah. Grim, 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 grim. It's fun though. It's, it's fun fascinating. To watch. It's really, it really feels, it also feels like 1984. It does. Because like watching it, it feels like they're training a new generation on what social interaction is mm-hmm. in a fucked up way. Yeah. Like for example, they have like a party one night. They're like, we're having a party. And it's all of them alone in an apartment interacting with a voice with a fucking Alexa. Yeah. And it's like, we're having a party tonight. And it, it doesn't even talk back to them. They are just reading text. Yeah. And just uh, drinking alone. And just drinking alone. I'm now, I'm fully caught up and I won't spoil anything except to say that like, as it goes on, mm-hmm. you do get a sense that these people are essentially in prison. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they start to kind of lose it a little bit. I would lose it immediately. Lose it immediately. By first night, I would lose it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is Joey on the circle. I, oh, now, if you're only Joey. A couple yeah, in, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. Okay. I love him. I love him. I love him so much. There's a guy named Joey yeah. who is like mm-hmm. someone from the cast of the Jersey Shore. Yes. But there's something about him that is so likable. Yes. Because at very first, you're like, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Because like, he's so just like GTL and he's like, yeah. he's almost like performatively Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. But then I have to agree. I said this to Betsy too. He like a couple times made me laugh. Yeah. You know what's what makes you laugh when you're mad at it? Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, God damn it. That was funny. <laughs> like, yeah. Because he has little moments of being genuine and self-aware. clever. Yeah. So, okay. I'm excited to keep watching. Yeah. So great wreck. Great wreck. come out it. tomorrow. And four. Four. Yeah. They come out four at a time. Four at a so week. So the final four episodes actually will be released tomorrow. And there's oh. no way Ben and I will not watch them okay. in one sitting. I'm going to jump in. You should. Got to jump in. I'm, me and Betsy are watching so much trash TV right what now. What else? We're we watching Temptation Island. Okay. Or an old season of Temptation Island. I went in for Island. that, so I'm mad at it. Love. You, uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. They went with Kristen Cavallari. I understand it. Yeah. But hey, I'm still <laughs> You were always up against each other. Always in the room Remember together. when you were almost going to be on the... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is that show? Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, well, a thirty-eight-year-old guy in high school with them. Yeah. yeah why yeah. not? Yeah. Um, How is that? It's good. I think there's like a semi-new season of it, and it's hosted by a guy named Mark Wahlberg, which is also oh. insane. And then I'm thinking right? of something else. Paradise Hotel is what I'm thinking. Paradise about, Hotel, which I also went in. For. Got it. Temptation Island is great and bad, terrible. Okay. In yes. the, in the room for that one, I asked if they were going to acknowledge uh, LGBT people in this season like, of Temptation no. Island. Like, no, I, no. God, no. How would we you do mean, that? Th- what is, I'm sorry for a sidebar, but can you just paint the picture of an audition for one of these? Yeah, I well, love that. I've never really. Th- it tends to just be meetings at uh-huh. this age. Because they will, like, I don't I don't go out for, like, auditions and stuff anymore. Right. We, it, not that I'm. Like it, I, it's just that my agent doesn't. Well, at this send point, me out. they know what you do. Sort of. I have a real talking on camera. There's no shortage of right. So it basically just boils down to a meeting and like right. how you feel about the show and what you think you can, you know, <laughs> what you think of the show, what your chemistry is basically with the producers because mm-hmm. they're going to be yelling in your ear for a thing like that. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I, but yeah, I know I don't go in and like read copy anymore. I would love to. Mm. I just don't right. get but sent it, out that I way. will say, and for, as far as this host goes, it does feel like he fully sacrificed his blood to like the highest order. <laughs> well, he hosted the original. Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. But he is, he is, he fucks with them in a way that feels fully like in cahoots with producers. Like okay. asking the craziest question in the world. Yeah. But doing it somehow, just being like, I'm going to say this real likable, but do you think your relationship is over and it's a sham and you've always been destined to be with someone else? Like yeah. the craziest question like that. But I will say just in case you don't know what it is, it's pretty, it's also shocking that people would ever do it. But basically four couples go to this island. They are dedicated to each other, but they want to see if temptation will win out. So that means the four boys and the four girls are separated and isolated. The four boys hang out with 12 horny single women. The 12 women hang out with 12 horny single men. Oh, wow. And they're just apart from each other. And they're like, let's see if you cheat or not. Which is like, why? Why? If you actually love this person, why would you go here? Right. Right. And what did they say, by the way, when you asked them about, uh, you know, acknowledging the uh, LGBT community? No. <laughs> no. Their full answer no. is no. Yeah. MTV is doing else? some great gay dating stuff right now. I heard Are You The One is. Are You The One. Everyone was pansexual. Was an actually, actually important television moment. It was somehow trash and revolutionary. It's called like, Are You The One, Come One To Come All. Uh-huh. And it's like a pansexual, like everyone's pan. Mm. So it's it's not only does it make the math way harder. If I don't know if you're familiar with Are You the One? Vaguely, but r- remind. The us. idea is they used to be 22, but that's too many people. So I think it's like 16 people, and um, you, everyone has one perfect match in the house. Mm-hmm. And if you find your perfect match, they all win a million dollars collectively. Okay. So you're trying to like find your true match. And. Couldn't you just claim that you were each other's match to win the money? No, the no, producers have said, we did a lot of tests on you, and we secretly know who your perfect match is. Like, right. who is your, like, quantitative mathematics? Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Wow. And so week for week, they, like, try to make that happen, wow. and then it doesn't in, happen. It's great. And it's, like, it'll be, like, two of the eight couples got it right, but they won't say who. Exactly. Okay. And the queer season was by far the best because it was like a, there was a lot of identity in it. There was like, well, you know, I'm going through my transition, and I have to be honest, I'm still attracted to men and women. And is like just like or someone being like, I'm really closeted, but I've always known like I've identified as this, and someone's gender queer. Like it's really good TV. Oh, so cool. watch that first. Okay. Are you the one? And then X on the Beach has some great gayness to it too. Never seen it. Oh my God! Go the X so on the beach. I I am I'm a trash monster. I'm just like living in the dump yard. Um, but that has a little bit more of like your classic hotties on it. So two seasons ago, it had like the classic gay hotties like Cheyenne Parker. So he's another Instagram hottie. Okay. And um, oh God, Murray, what's his name? Something Murray, another classic Instagram hottie who's on Vanderpump Rules sometimes. But the current season has Adore Delano on it, oh, um, which is also like Adore. Yeah, go do Drag Race. Unexpected. What are you doing? And is Adore in drag or out of drag? In the a little bit of both. A little bit of both. A little kind of in a gender queer drag. Great. Okay. Yeah. So. 
Are you watching? Did you watch the new Vanderpump Rules? No, I, no, I only catch snippets of Vanderpump Rules. I'm not a stan of that. That's probably okay. too highbrow, actually. Based on the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It might be too, too smart. Yeah. I'm not in on the new season. It's yet. only one episode. You, okay. you got plenty of time to okay, good to catch up. Wasn't it like a of- surprise or something? Were they like surprise? Like I was tra- reading something online where people were expecting Real Housewives, but Vanderpump Rules came out instead. Am I? Is that uh, correct? That was how the, I think they introduced the show, like the first season. There, I don't know oh, if that, that's what like you're referring off. to, but yeah, it was one of you where you're watching an episode of Housewives and suddenly just morphs into a new show before I you see. can turn it off. And I see. Gotcha. Right. Um, um, when we talk about trash TV, mm-hmm. who are some of your formative trash TV crushes? Oh, your, wow. Our vintage real world. Oh, yeah. Housemates. Yeah. CT. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. CT, baby. Yes, there is no other. The classic no other answer to toxic alpha yes. male who would probably choke me through a glass window oh, and I would love it. Throw you down a flight of stairs. I'd be throbbing hard. Yes. Um, yeah, CT's pretty fucking great. Um, Ooh, let's see how much. I'm seeing him now. Yeah, look up. He here's, does. He won't stop doing the challenge. Here's okay, the deal. don't look at him now. <laughs> here's the deal. Uh, the body is the thing. I mean, he's. he's I think he's gorgeous in the face. Yeah, his, his body is out of fucking control. Oh God, fucking this, CT! You know, this is I great for podcasts that no one can see yeah, the yeah, images, yeah. but you can follow. Yeah, everyone along who's with listening your knows CT. CT. Real world. Everyone knows CT. Um, yeah, there's a the lot of hotties. Control, now they're just out of control. Now they just get the fucking hottest people. Yeah, old seasons of Are You the One? I'm trying to think who else. Let's see. Let's let's talk about real world seasons. So I guess season three was that Pedro Zamora. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was a hottie. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Wait, then there was wait Boston was CT. Seattle had no. Uh, pa- CT was Paris. Oh, CT was Boston, Paris. Boston had Sean, who's now a congressman. Shut or I guess he up. just quit, but Shut he was a congressman up. who married Rachel from San Francisco. Whoa, and they have like nineteen children. Yeah, they're super oh. Catholic. Miami had like one of the first gay real world cast members. One uh, Dan, yeah, Dan. He's crazy. He is a little, yeah, or he Dan was, was crazy, crazy on that season. Yeah, it also D- Dan has, was the one who had the the boyfriend who we've talked about. No, him, right? that's that's Danny. Well, Danny. Oh, okay. Different. Yeah. Oh, a da- no. From Danny's one of the hottest. Sure. He had the military boyfriend. Right. Yeah. Who was blurred out. Oh, Danny was hot, and he kind of kind of talk like like this like out of yeah. the side of his mouth uh-huh. it was so weird Danny is a real hottie because that yes. was the same season as um oh god she was funny I weirdly have uh, the DVD Melissa, Melissa. I have, have the, the DVD I have you know when they used to release yes <laughs> DVDs of like the lost footage oh, oh wow I have the one for um for New Orleans. Wow. Because it also has like an extended music video for Come On Be My Baby Tonight. Yes. Double oh. dwee, double dwee. I've seen the girl, the way you treated other girls you've been with. Other thugs you've been with. That's it. Come on, be my baby tonight. Oh, unreal. That is good. Uh, so, so yeah. Seattle, David or Nathan? Okay, so Dave. Oh, God. Okay, wait. Who was the one who, like, was in a car crying? That was David. Because he was dating, like, a producer or something? Yes. And remind me what Nathan looked like. Nathan, wait, Nathan was, was, like, his funny. his friend from military school. Was Nathan, like, funny? No. I don't know that he was funny. He was handsome, though. I'm going to say Nathan just based on, like, the based on the breakdown David has. Yeah. I don't, I can't do that. So I found that funny. I can't, no, no, no. I don't do that. I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with... I don't date people who are like that volatile. Yeah. I need someone who's just like a 
like a toy boat in a still bathtub. Yeah. Hmm. So I know David from from Seattle a little bit. Okay, talk life. to me why. He's how? now a big executive at The Onion. Shut your mouth no, right now. No. How, what? No, he's like a super bigwig. <coughs> big old house in Palos Verdes, the whole thing. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> how dare you? Like you're going to go. Wait, that's it. crazy. Yeah, it's at crazy. The Onion? At The Onion. One of the most preeminent. Yeah. Parody, Web satire, comedy. All time, yeah. Is he, I guess he's hilarious then. Uh, he's not a writer for it. He right. does like business partnerships or something like that. But he, uh, yeah, he's got like a- That's crazy. Like a fancy media job. Wow. He's what about like Irene? A real person. Where's Irene? I have also met Irene. I met Irene at Sketchfest in San Francisco Shut a your years fucking ago. mouth. She went to my college for a year. And I, what's she up to now? I don't remember. I've, I feel like she's one of my formative, like, comedy influences. Sure. She's one of the greats. <laughs> what about Norm Lucille Ball and Irene. Norm season. Path, oh, yeah, path, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. He, I think, lives in North Hollywood now. He's among, yeah, I feel like he's available. We yeah. should have him on. We should have him on. Why Get Steven on. Get him to slap the oh, shit out of all of us. Oh, Steven. Steven. He's the one who slapped Irene oh, and then shit. threw her teddy bear into the- After she was sound. dealing with Lyme disease? Yeah. That was a messy That was fucked up. Poor Steven. Um, we should take a break and be right back with Mono. Okay. Hey, we're back with Mono. Wow, hello. How are you? I feel like we've talked about reality too much. No, Never. I think it's just enough. Okay. It's just enough. Never enough. Matt, what do you like? Do you have a reality show? I'm that's just for a basic you? housewives Vanderpump person. Yeah, but this isn't about me. Is okay. there, is there a crushworthy person in any in that entire franchise? The uh, well, there are a couple husbands. Okay, there's uh, your Mauricio's. Your sure. um, God, I'm trying to think. Jacks. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, the, all the Vanderpump Rules guys are disgusting. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll circle back. Okay. Jax is a true monster. Crushes yeah. and uh, objects of your affection. Uh huh. Um, you had a boyfriend. Yes. We were talking about him off mic. Yes, I have him still. Ah. I've trapped him. How long concerned. has this been going on? It's been going uh, four and a half years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's real. Yeah, he's fucking, yeah, he's cool. Okay. <laughs> he's How really cool. Meet? We fucking met at Akbar. Wow. Um, and we met on sidewalk sale. Fucking nice. the time after 2 a.m. Oh. Where all queers are heavily discounted. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah. You gotta, get your, you gotta get your bacon wrapped hot dog and uh, and a boyfriend. Paint the picture for us of the exact yes. meeting, the approach, the interaction. I'll even, I have to also tell you about the night before. Because the night before I met him, I had one of the worst nights of my life at a gay bar. And it was also Akbar. Oh, no. So the night before, I'll try to do this in a nutshell, but you will you will feel every part of this. So I'm at Akbar, and this says a lot about where I was at that time. A gentleman slides his hand down my pants and, like, just touches my bare ass. And instead of thinking assault, I think, someone thinks I'm pretty. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just like, yay. So this guy's like, hey, what's up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hi, okay, great, we're talking. Um, let me get you a drink. He's like, yeah, sure, get me a drink. I go to get this probably creep a drink. Um, I give him the drink. And in that time frame, he's already talking to someone else. Not necessarily evil. That's not evil. But he's talking to someone else. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up? Um, Oh, this is a guy I used to live with. 
great, awesome. The vibe has changed. The vibe went from we are flirting to, you know, when you like you're in a, in any sort of gay flirting situation and you're like, I feel like a little sister now. Mm. I like felt like a little sister watching two men flirt. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I tried to excuse myself. I was like, hey, um, have a nice night. Um, I'll see you. I'll see you around the bar. And he's like, wait, no, where are you going? Don't go. Where are you going? No, me and this guy, it's not even like that. We used to live together. We're not romantic. We're not even, don't even worry about it. And I was like, okay. So I hang out a little bit longer because he tells me to, but it's still more of the same bad, not intimate energy. There's just nothing happening. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe tonight's not the night. I'm going to try to make an adult move and ask for his number. So I ask for his number because I'm like, maybe tonight's not the night, but we're going to actually go on a date. Yeah. I ask for his number and he says this to me. Oh, God. Uh, no. <laughs> just like, simply no. Just a no. Like that. No. Oh, and I'm, he's like, no, it's just I'm getting out of here right now. And like, I'm in a weird place. So like, um, yeah, let's, I don't know. Let's just, um, and I was like, cool, let me go. Let me out. And he's like, no, it's not you. It's just like, I'm leaving right now. And I just, uh, I have to go. 20 minutes pass. He is still in the bar now furiously making out with the guy who he said it was just. It wasn't like that. Yeah. It wasn't like that with. Now, this is all normal, right? Or in terms of gay dating, this shit happens. Yeah. It's like, well, g- gay love is a battlefield. It's not great, but yes. If love it's is a battlefield, good. gay love is a fucking post-apocalyptic yep. nuclear warfare <laughs> ground zero. But there are people who understand how to treat other people with respect. Yes. And Across are, all orientations. And also a lot of gay men who do not. Yeah. That's true. Or they do and they choose not to. Yeah. That's true. That's true. There's certainly some roughness I've encountered. Um, so that night was terrible, fun. So I, I, in fact, I went to Akbar and I like fucking ordered all the pizza, a very kind, gentle Drew Tarver, like literally and figuratively scooped me up because he knew how sad I was from the interaction. And, um, so the next night you'd think I would be out, but I made myself return to the scene of the crime because I had such a, I have a fear of becoming a bitter old queen. Right. You got to get back on the horse. Got to get back on the horse. And I, I still probably have a fear of like becoming an older gay gentleman who just has like, has just decided that they're going to never date and only go on Grinder as mature Wolvie eighty eight, yeah. and just get hookups every now and then. Or maybe you know troll around Akbar and go up to a stranger and finger his yeah. fucking yeah. <laughs> as this yeah. gentleman did to you. Yes. So I went back, sort of a like whatever night, nothing that crazy. But then at the sidewalk sale, I went outside. I see this boy, and literally before I even go talk to him, the first thought I have was. <sighs> Yeah, right, Manu. This is a long shot, but fuck it. I was a little drunk and a little high, so I was that weird, like, mm-hmm. little weird level of confident uh-huh. when you're just a little bit of both. And then I was like, I'm going to say hi to this guy. I say hi to that guy. We make out on the side of the... Oh, we make out where the kitchen is. Oh, yeah. That, like, pillar of brick mm-hmm. from nice, the 80s. <laughs> nice and private. Yeah, yeah nice and private. From- like a parking citation officer drove by and was like, you do you. Um, And uh, I thought nothing of it. Our our relationship started pretty, 
poor to like terribly. And um, he just kept getting better and better and better. And then that's my boyfriend of four and a half years. Love it. And are were you cohabitating? No. Mm. No, we live You're separately. Living with Betsy still. Right? I live with Betsy still. We want to move in now, but for a long time, we were not necessarily in a rush for that. Right. Like it's, I'm excited for it now. It's coming. Yeah, it's now exciting. it's coming. But for a lot, I think in general, we have very different, we enjoy just a little bit of space. Sure. Yeah. So I'm very lucky. I think he's awesome. He's cool. I just went to Japan with him. Ooh. Japan's fucking crazy. Yeah. You, ha- you haven't been. No, have you I been? I have not been. You have to go. Yeah. It's Why? unbelievable. Describe it as you were describing to me before. <sighs> it is the best country in the world. Um, Sorry. Um, but it is just clean polite, um, certainly affordable to eat there. <laughs> yeah. Um, just everyone, the culture is, if you're disrespectful, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like it's just yeah. everyone's polite as opposed to America where it's like, get yours. Cause I'm gonna get mine. Uh-huh. More so the, the vibe is if you are a shithead, we're, you're going to get put on blast. Like, um, it's just amazing. And Cool and fun. And I was saying, though, it's a very sexually repressed country. Yeah. It is somehow also the queerest country in the world. Really? Like, in terms of their culture, mm-hmm. you know, cat cafes, owl cafes, robot restaurants. Queer, queer, queer. Queer, queer, queer. Haunted jail uh, uh, clubs. Like, so queer. So queer. Uh, yeah, very queer in, like, the Chloe Sevigny sense of the word. And I mean <laughs> Drew Drogi's exactly. Chloe yeah. Sevigny. The only Chloe that matters. <laughs> the only Chloe that exists. Exactly, there. exactly. The only Chloe I acknowledge. Right. Um, it's very queer country. And it's probably because they're, like, they don't get to be, like, openly horny. Right, gotcha. they can just be culturally queer in a way. Exactly. And any adventures while you were there? Yes. Oh my god, we went to a fetish party. Ooh, what I believe was it's the fetish. I b- everything. Oh, I believe it's a monthly fetish party called Department H. Okay. And it's held in like a big old theater, like where everyone's hanging out, kind of casually. In the theater space, but there's also shows happening on stage. Okay. Where, so like the shows on stage are like a drag show, um, a little person burlesque, Mm. um, someone eating glass. Like it's like that, that level of every kind of queerness. And then in the theater space, there's like these sort of like farmer market booths of different queer fetish areas of interest, like furries, people who like to get vacuumed in a bag. Uh, you can just browse through, sample as you wish. Yeah. And people, keep it moving. Yeah, you just like, it was very interesting where it was like, yeah, there's all this queerness happening around, but it was somehow was still Japanese because it wasn't as like, um, ag- it certainly wasn't aggressive or like, Let's fucking hook up in the bathroom. It was just kind of like, this is um, the tale I insert in my asshole. <laughs> like, oh. It was somehow very polite. Very cute. Cute. Is there any sex happening openly at this? There must be. I didn't, yes. I, I didn't see any. I did see a man. You know those like put your whole body is covered latex suits? Yeah. There was a man diddling his penis mm-hmm. in one of those kind of just in Carefully. the corner. <laughs> Very carefully. Small movements. Truly, the technique was um, roly-poly style masturbation. Okay. Huh. 
You don't see that often. Like you're rolling out some you cookie don't. dough. You don't. Yeah, it was very cookie dough rolly. Yeah. You don't see that every day. But the, I didn't see the other sex, but maybe there was sex happening. And mm-hmm. I just, because it was a huge space. And for you and your boyfriend, was this kind of venture like, let's do something insane we've never, or is it, you know, we're yeah. sexually adventurous people. We we would do something like this back home. Let's do it here too. I have to admit, like, we're pretty tame so we were kind of just going as spectators of just like, isn't this weird? Yeah. Isn't this fun? Cool. Yeah. So I think we were more so just going as spectators than let's be horny and show our asses. Yeah. I don't think we've unlocked that achievement yet in our gay gotcha. relationship. Burning Man. Would you do it? You know, I've always been scared. Same. You know? Same. I'm always like, because like, for example, with that experience, I was able to go and then choose when I want to leave. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Burning Man, you wake up and you're yeah, like, there. oh, God, yeah. I'm still in the dream. I've yeah. been meaning to ask you about this, Dave, because you did mysteriously tweet earlier this year I that did. you were thinking about going to Burning Man. I did. Is I it, did wait, is it coming? It's coming. Is it coming? Yeah, it's, it's like every- I think it's every August. Okay. Oh, so in we have time. Fucking middle of the desert. And I think tickets go on sale soon. Mm-hmm. So because of that, a whole bunch of like burners reached out. And we're like, you know, gave me tips, said like, if you want to be in our camp, you can be in our camp or whatever. So I'm thinking about it. So wait, is a camp like a comfy place? That's honestly my See, biggest concern. That's kind of my biggest concern too. And I, I'm trying to ask that without asking it. I don't. Like, yeah, do I, I have a bed is basically do I yeah, have my a bed? number one question. Number one. I don't think that it's like Coachella where there's a, I can throw some money at this problem and there's a cushy version of it. I think it is there, all catch as catch can. Well- I know that I have I have a, a friend who has a camp and they do a couple of like RVs. So there uh-huh. would be a place to like shower and sleep. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know what I meant. That's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but you there's not a hotel not you can walk go away hide from. at and yeah, no, no, come no. back. No, no, no. No, no, no you're no. in it. The thumping, thumping would be happening all the time and you wouldn't be able to escape it. So I'm, I don't know. I'm curious. I have a question for you guys. Yes. Like how... Where are you? Because obviously we're gay men, so and and t- forgive me if I'm so wrong on this. We all have a form of body dysmorphia. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Right. So, where are you in terms of the journey of being at Burning Man and being ready to be naked and just being like, I'm naked, I don't care. Are we there yet? I'm not there yet. I'm not there I'm, yet. I'm not. I'm not topless yet. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. No. I no. Yeah. I'm so not there yet that I'm not even considering going. So. Right. Right. Uh, Isn't that annoying? Yeah. It's terrible. It's like, stupid. At a place where you'd probably have a mask on and like a playa name. They give you a different name when you get there. Oh, they do. So it's like you're fully a different person, but yeah. I would still be super nervous. Yeah. I, I am I am just at I'm right on the cusp of being like, I'm so annoyed by my body dysmorphia yeah. that like I'm about to be like, fuck this shit. Like yeah. I'm I'm about to become I guess I'm about to saying is I'm about to become that overly naked man right. in the gym locker room. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah. put some fucking clothes on. Like, yeah. Nope. Working through something. Yeah. <laughs> this is for me. Um so I'm right, I'm almost there because I'm just like so annoyed with my body dysmorphia. And Where, it's like, how is it manifesting right now? Um just judgment over like not working out enough or just like like 
being in my body and and judging every part of it, looking at every corner and crease and thinking, you fucking loser. So pretty negatively. Well, I've seen who you're following on Instagram and the images you're taking on a regular that that makes sense. I'm getting triggered nonstop. But as gay, that's what happens to us. I mean, tell me what you think about this. As gay men, porn is our trigger. Mm. Like, like. Okay, so this is being overly general, but like for someone who's, let's say, uh, homo, oh my God, I can't even say it, hetero, when they see an image of someone they're attracted to, they're not thinking, oh my God, my body should look like that. Right. Whereas I feel like as gay men, you're like, that's hot. Uh oh, that means my my body should be that if that's what's making me hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I certainly feel that. And because I'm like, that's what makes me hot. So I want to be what makes me hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just such an unfair thing to do to yourself, which is why obviously it's so common in the gay community to be like so cruel to ourselves in terms of body image. Yeah. And how I, I feel like the only way to avoid that is to stop taking in all of those images. You're so right. Yeah, you're so 100% But then right. you would just seek them out in your everyday life. You know, you li- you're turned on by what you're turned on by. <sighs> well, okay, do we stop looking at porn, though, too? D- and do you guys look at porn? Sure. I mean, I'm I'm in a relationship. Obviously, I don't ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a good one. Tell another. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, but I, I am curious. I don't think we've, I, I am curious to hear from someone who has like a, like a queer person who has a moral stance against porn. Mm-hmm. Assuming that it is like, like porn where no one is being harmed in any way. That's mm-hmm. all ethical or whatever. Yeah. I don't feel I've heard a great argument for that. I do understand in general why it's, why it can be toxic. Mm-hmm. If you allow it. And it sounds like we all do. We, I certainly do. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's what so hard you? though. Cause it's okay. It's like, yeah, you're right. Quit. Everyone who I know who's quit porn comes right back to it. Sure. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And yet, now Instagram is just porn light. It is. Mm-hmm. If yeah. not porn classic. Right. Um, so how do you avoid that? Yeah, Especially I think when that's, like, not, that's not the element that needs to change. It's yeah. The, it's the personalizing it that needs to change. I think you're right. Separating yourself from your object of desire is the thing that needs yeah. to change. But you know, I mean, so you know people who have attempted to quit porn for I the do. reasons we're talking about. Yeah. And so what, what did they do? I, I, my understanding was they were just like, it's not making me happy. It's obviously probably having, in, giving me intimacy issues. Mm-hmm. It's probably affecting the sex I'm having too, because like, I'm, I think sex now is my stepdad entering my asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> is that what sex is? Uh, I'm confused. No. You're my dad and my doctor. Uh. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Um, but I think they were just like, that's so unhealthy and it's obviously going to affect the way I'm intimate with a person and what like, cause real intimacy is not that. Yeah. So I think they were just like, I have to try to stop. I understand they tried to and they felt good. Uh, and then of course got right back off the detox cause they were like, mm. probably some tactical breaks from porn would uh-huh. not be a bad idea for everyone. Are these, yeah. but like abstain forever is yes. not necessarily realistic. Are these, oh, our next guest is here. Oh, fuck. Um, are these conversations you're happening, you're having in your relationship? Yeah. My boyfriend's fucking cool, I have to say. And he like, he is so, in fact, he's he's like the first boyfriend I was able just to be like, I have body dysmorphia. Let's talk about this. Like, and I didn't feel like judged by it. He's like, yeah, of course you have body dysmorphia. 
I like used to like, you know, be 300 plus pounds. It's like, of course you have body dysmorphia. Like that's not special or interesting or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in a really supportive way, he was like, of course you have it. That's not a big deal. Like, sorry, who used love to yourself. be 300 plus pounds? Me. You did. Yeah. So I did not when? know this. Yeah. I used to be big. I used to be 350 about wow. in high school. So, you know, started losing weight in high school and then like reached about my current weight in college and was, of course, doing all the classic gay men things you do when you are seeking physical validation in college and just fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. Fucked three different guys on my college's salsa dancing team. Wow. Your college had a salsa dancing team. <laughs> <laughs> That's your takeaway. Yeah. Que rico. Oh, the wow. team was called Querico, and I was just couldn't stop. This to me sounds aspirational. Oh, I guess it's it's a uh, not a great story. <laughs> I'm into it. Just a little bit. It's both. It's somehow both. It's both. Somehow it was like the best thing I ever did, and also like part of that that rhythm I got into where I was like seeking physical validation and not really thinking about how I love myself. I was just like, well, if someone's fucking me, then I'm good enough. Yeah, that whole thing. I feel like we've just scratched the surface. I know. Please come back. Yes. We have so much more to talk about. Because we have to talk about how, like, also, it's also an ego thing. Like, we need to shut our own ego down. Yeah. Because the fact that I want to look like a porn star means... Fuck me. Like, like it's like, yeah. oh, you think you're so special that, like, you ha- you get to and you are maybe even uh, obliged or, like, you deserve to have a body you want just because you want that body. It's like, I fuck would, you. I would reframe that. I think it's, all, I think it's low self-esteem in action where uh-huh. it's like I am only – I only have value if other people see me the way that I see this porn guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, right? I, like, I agree. I need other pe- – you know what I mean? Yes. Like I can't create the feeling of desirability within myself. Right. And it's Which, like – I mean I also have. Totally. So, yeah. No, no. And it, but it's like it's like that weird thing of – yeah, that is – it's totally just judging yourself for no good reason. And it's like the fact that you think you need that is also just like uh, disrespecting your body for what it is, which is a cool thing that helps you breathe yes. and live life yes. and, and be around nice people like yeah. this. Yeah. And the fact that I'm not, that's not good enough for me, fuck me. Oh, we got some work to <laughs> do on ourselves. We got some Those work are true. to do. Um, you guys are so fun. Thank you You're so much so for fun. doing this. Um, tell people where they can find the okay. multiple podcasts. Yeah, too many. Um, you can find me just on social media at my name, Mono Agapian. And um, I have I do a drag podcast with Nicole Byer and other lovely gays. Will you guys come do it? Absolutely. Please. Yes. Called Drag Her. Um, really fun. I can't wait for any drag race season to come back. But I'm also doing a really fun thing right now where I'm I'm doing this sort of speculative. I basically ask fake drag race questions. Uh-huh. A la Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you get enough questions right, you like win Great. a fake season of Drag Race. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, come for that or when the season comes back. And um, and then I do another one on Patreon with Betsy Sodaro called We Love Trash. Great. We just took down cats. Ugh. Ooh. We just fucking burnt it to the fucking floor. Oh, oh. God, I need that. It was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, we didn't even get into your experiences with drag. I know. I, we have so much more to cover. Yeah, you must come back. I'll come, come back. back. Please yeah. come back. Come back. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.